guys. Welcome to The Mom Voice. This is Lauren and Sarah with episode 80. Oh my gosh, we're to 80, Lauren. 80. That's big. I know, that is a big number. That seems really big. You know how when your child turns five, you feel like that's really old? Yeah. This kind of feels yeah. big. That's awesome. <laughs> okay, I have a fun fact for you. Okay. Did you know that no number before 1000 contains the letter A when you're spelling it? Think about that. No number before 1000. So, okay, yeah. Contains the letter A. Two, three, four, five, nine, 24, all of them. So when you get to what? 1,001? Because it's a, and. Yes, and 1,000. Oh, yeah. Isn't that weird? weird. Fun math fact well, for your it's, kids. It's, yeah, because A is such the most like common vowel. Totally. I think A is, but we, that's crazy. We have A's in our name. We have lots of A's out there. Lots of A's out there. So anyway, this is going to be a fun episode, guys. We are talking about dreams. Mm-hmm. Are Dreamy. you a dreamer, Lauren? I am a very much, very much of dreamer. Yes. Yeah, you I are. dream a lot. I, I knew the answer to that question. I don't dream like at all. I know I do. I just don't ever remember them. I know. I have a few that really like rock me and I think about them for a long time. But for the most part, like I your really, deja vu a few weeks ago. Yes. Very similar to that. But no, we are going to tell you what the most common dreams, what they mean. Because right. isn't it odd that like, most of humanity would kind of have the same types of dreams. But do we? Yeah, I, I think like they kind of fall into things in my dreams. Right. I think they kind of fall into categories, you know? Okay. Like all right. you're yeah. lost, you're falling, you're seeing people from your past. Like, yeah. And they're all like a modge podge of like randomness. Random stuff. Yeah. Like, absolutely. I've, I've always been fascinated by dreaming. I think it's like the weirdest thing ever. But it's so funny you don't dream. Like, Sarah's always said, she's like, I don't dream that much. No. And I dream almost every night. And when I was reading up on this, did you know that dreams, it feels like they're so long when you're in them, but they're only like 45 minutes to two hours long. Oh, if I would even think shorter than that. An hour? That's crazy. Think of when you're in a bad dream, you want to get out of it. And oh, geez. Think of that you're in that situation for an hour. That's like stressful. Ah, your heart's racing and all of it. Oh my gosh, so fascinating. Okay, yes, in this episode, we're talking dreams, but before we get started, I have to ask you, I've been dying to talk to you about this, the Cuties movie on Netflix. Oh, is it a movie or a TV show? It's a movie. Oh, it's a movie. Yes, a so French wait, movie that and we now actors? are seeing. Yeah. Oh, why did I think this was like um, Dance Moms, like a TV show? You followed them around. No, it was originally done in France, if I have my facts right. And they brought it to the U.S., put it on the American Netflix. Oh, and France. Of course it was France. They're just a little saucy over there. Right. A little pushing the boundaries. And I think what really made so many people crazy was the cover art that Netflix put on the American version. Have you seen it? Yes. The Leos and stuff. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like I've... legs open, being super sassy. And they're 11 years old, these girls. I'm Absolutely not, not. Have you seen any of the actual footage yet? No, I have not watched uh, it or like sought out what it what. What's girl, it like? I watched it on the news and they were just doing clips of what it is. And they're just being so sexualized. Like they're doing these things that literally strippers do. Like 11-year-old little girls. Are these French girls? Are they the, French? I don't know. I, I guess they must be. I don't know. But the things that they have these poor girls doing in this movie, there's pornography involved. At one point, they're suggesting that 
they show their boobs to a boy to get attention. Like they're doing all kinds of sexual stuff at 11 years old to try and fit in and get attention from boys. Uh, I, I don't know. I think it's supposed to be like an insight into like maturity and what they're puberty, dealing with and puberty too, yeah. and whatever. But like to the degree that these girls are like sexualizing themselves and the timing of this movie. Oh, that's disgusting. Just think about it, Lauren. Every freaking pedophile and child predator out there is watching this thing like a hundred times. They're loving it. Uh Like, ew, Netflix. Oh, there's just so many things wrong with the world right now. I mean, crazy. On on top of this, I just want to throw this in there. This movie won an award at Sundance. No. Yes. No. Like Netflix is... American Utah Sundance? Yes. So in the statement that Netflix put out, they did not take it down based on all of the outrage. They still have not taken it down. They updated the poster. So the image art, when you look at it, is no longer what it used to be with them like legs open being super sexy. It's now something different, which in my opinion is more dangerous. Because it's deceiving the eye. So let's, let's like not even show what it's really like in a more innocent photo. You know what I mean? I'm like, but they did not take it down. They they did it. And they said, we're sorry for the outrage. This, it won an award at Sundance, blah, blah, blah. I can't believe Sundance. Oh my gosh. How? 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 Well, you know, just out to our listeners, Sarah did a really great little how-to on Netflix on our Instagram page. Yeah. And if you do want to kind of filter your Netflix page, because, hey, let's just say your daughters were on it. All all I remember is they were in leotards. And that's why I'm like, I was like, I was like, oh, it's like a dance team thing. And they're just like naughty dancers. So not that I think my daughter would click it, but what if they thought it was just like, oh, the dance, it's a dance competition it's a dance show and they t- some kid turns it on any kid right my kids aren't allowed on the parent profile but those are the edits you can go and do yes and make sure that your kids are protected from this crap totally and it just makes a bigger discussion of like we are leaving so much control to Hollywood and to the media outlets. There's so much control that they have over our lives. Well, with I stuff. hope that people aren't going and clicking on it just to see the shock value and know yeah. what people are talking about because then there's the rating. They're if getting someone's paid. watched it, it's been viewed, it's going up. It's number good because Netflix now does the top 10 thing. And so you know what's it like was popular. number seven this week. Was it really? Yes, it was. Ew. See, I was going to say, don't put it up there because then they're going to keep this crap coming oh every horny teenage boy out there in america is probably clicking on this and it's just disturbing that like we We have have to to, waste our time on this stupid crap and what's frustrating too is it is like okay let's cancel netflix because we are bringing that into our home we're streaming it it's there by a click it's not like you have to go pay and go to the theater for it it's in our houses and that goes with a lot of shows on there there's a lot of things that are very pushing the boundaries mature netflix is you know, the new HBO because it can do all this MA stuff. And like, I don't even know what their boundaries are. Except it is not controlled by the FCC people. You need to understand that. Their rating system is controlled by Netflix. It's their thing. There's no third party accountability for Netflix. There's not. There could be a lot of stuff on there. Like there's so much bad content on there that you might want to weigh the options. I mean, I don't know. You guys, I'm not going to go there, but it's just crazy. I know. The world we're living in. Like, I'm not kidding. I got full body bad chills when I saw the stuff on the news about cuties. And I literally was just like, is this the world that I'm raising my children in? Right. I know. I know. 
Ooh, and what freaking parent lets their kid play that role? Oh, like well, what the hell were they I thinking? I hope they're French. That's all I have to right? say. Right? Oh my that gosh! Is like crazy. Anyway, but I guess we've learned over this year that there are really messed up people and messed up parenting. Because Dude. one of the one things I read about this home's human trafficking, sex trafficking things, that one article I actually opened and read was like, it's not always people t- chained up in the basement or moved around in, you know, cargo, you know, boats yeah, or whatever. Bands. It's moms taking their kids to motels and dropping them off and, and that person receiving them with presents and treats and then abusing them and then them like watering it down too to mean like, wait, isn't this normal? He likes me. He gives me presents. My mom brought me here. <gasps> like no parents, parents trafficking their children. Oh yeah. Okay. That's, there that's, is a special place in hell for, for those, those people. Parents. Oh, I no agree. joke. Like I think Burning. that is worse than like so many other crimes. Like, oh, ew. oh, it was right. Like, ew. burn in hell. Yeah, no, I know that the, the two articles I read were it doesn't always look like, you know, kidnapping and chained in the basement. My parents trafficked me and I from the ages of like five, like <gasps> no disturbing, disturbing, disturbing stuff. And it's like parents families and they want the money or they don't care or I don't they're demented I don't even know I don't even you, know like Lauren this like makes my blood few like yeah. boil yeah when I see so much stupid crap on the news so much stupid crap that doesn't even matter and that's going on right oh my gosh oh my Ew. gosh but like how do you fix that problem right there Parents. Shitty parenting. You do. How do you do that? How do you get in there and protect those children? You don't even know it's happening. So that's where I, I mean, like the parents. Like it almost comes back to like I don't know. It's just the parents. Like you, don't have children. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I know. I know. So it's disturbing. Terrible. I know. I don't know. I just like the whole thing. And there's a new documentary on Netflix that our friend told us about called The Social Dilemma. Mm-hmm. I started watching it. Um, a little bit last night. I didn't finish it, but you need to go watch it. It's pretty disturbing. And I knew this all along with like my technology background. I I knew what was happening, but hearing how the tech companies who control social media and all of the apps that we use, hearing from the mouthpieces who work there, used to work there, how much they know about us how much they're targeting us, how much they're literally changing the way we think, the way we act, what we wear, who we fall in love with. Like they have rooted deep into our psychology now that it is so disturbing. And it's just like rap. Like I have to check myself sometimes and my children, like when is old enough for them to have this level of technology. Right. You know what I mean? Where it doesn't totally Whoa. reroute their brainwaves. Wild. I it's know. Pretty wild. No, I know. Our friends are telling us and it's um we're telling us about it. And I but I totally get what it's saying with like the addiction of like the addiction of social media. Because let's be real, even when I'm off the grid for two days camping and I come back, there is some sort of like excitement in, oh, I want to check my Instagram. I want to see what people are doing. And they were saying it's like a hit of dopamine to the brain. And, you know, it totally is. And it's funny because Sarah and I have talked about it so many times and there's so many times where I'm like, but, but 
we're not going into you guys this is funny because this is going to be a light and fun episode and we have been nothing but depressing for 10 Holy minutes crap, <laughs> right and here we are with more depressing information sorry really fast but i was a, we were gonna t- touch on social media but we're gonna talk about other things but i was just thinking of how also social media just evolves though like i feel like instagram was such my lifeline a few years back and it's not that anymore it's right. not and just like facebook was 10 years, 15 years ago, my lifeline, and then it evolved and it became business oriented and political. And I very much feel like that's Instagram now. Yeah. I was even scrolling through, I can't stand the algorithm on how they target you, but like my algorithm is like almost 80% like Disney news, well, or news outlets of just like, even if it's like People Magazine or E! News or Today Show and stuff that I follow, I don't even see my friends on there hardly at all, but like the three or four core friends that are... I check continually, but it's like such random stuff. I'm like, this isn't even fun on here anymore. Yeah. This is stupid. And just like I phased out of Insta- or Facebook, I'm totally phasing out of Instagram. But, you know, we said so many times, it's kind of our lifeline with um, the podcast and there's just other like hobbies in it per se, well, but it's not the social interaction it once was oh, at no. all. No, not at all. And for me personally, I'll, I'll sum it up with this. I think with social media, you have to be very, I can't say the word, con- consci- con- conscientious, say that word for me. Yes. You have to be that and know what you're using it for. Yeah. So I personally like to scrapbook my kids via right. Instagram. I like to document with a photo, a caption, what's happening at that point in time, because I get no greater pleasure, seriously, at midnight than looking back at my oh, babies too. on right. Instagram. I think most moms are that way. We like, just love, and they're all, all the best moments are right there. Yeah. And you can scroll and scroll and see all the like, beautiful My personal feed is my favorite feed on Instagram. Oh, 100%. Duh. I lose more time staring at my pictures than totally. anything. Exactly. <laughs> like I can't tell you where my real photos are. No joke. I don't know where they are at this point. The five-year-old Amen. photos, but and they thank are on Instagram. They're all in one place on your Instagram, right? And so, so I have to love and appreciate it for that. Oh yeah. And I think as long as you're mindful of like, why am I going in here every day? What am I well, using? And, but it for? that's what I was going to say. I feel like you, me, and most all the people we are, you know, connected with closely now. That's all it is now. It's yeah. so used to be like, oh, let's show us the, what we're doing for lunch today or the latest moment and it was like all my friends and all these people I haven't seen in years but like my feed isn't even that I think Instagram kind of blew it with that yeah they, because they would have kept people that algorithm yeah they think they might be selling more to the people but like you lost my interest years ago yeah. because I don't even see the women I want to see right. I don't even see their kids and their family and their vacations like I want to right. I literally see like this crap shoved in my face and I'm not naive to that I see that just right there it's like okay right. this is pointless now. Right. No, totally. And we've even like had, you know, and even will have more discussion of like what Instagram is to the podcast and what the benefit of it and what's there. I mean, for us, when you guys don't get to see us, you just hear us all the time. It's kind of fun to put our face to it yeah. and just share what we talk about or show things with our kids. But and it's a tool it's and a it's a huge advantage. Us. But yeah, at I this mean, point, it's like a website. Yeah. Much more user friendly. But it's changed so dramatically. It has. it has. 
Yeah, it's wild. Okay, let's talk dreams. Yeah. So tell me what your most recent dream was that really you remember. Well, I just said I, funny enough, had a dream this morning. My husband left early and he kind of like, I always like kind of wake up when he leaves. And then I fell back asleep and had this dream, which I've never had this dream before. Um, I had this big swarm of bees like coming around me and they're huge bees, like not just normal bees, but they were huge bees and they were swarming around by us and we were trying to jump in the car. And I was like, oh my gosh, like kind of thinking like, oh my gosh, my girl moment. Uh, you know, remember yeah. when he's like attacked and swarmed yes. by the bees? I'm like, oh my gosh, it's gonna, they're gonna, we're going to die. Get in the car. So that was like... But I can't remember. And it's funny, before my husband woke me up, I had another dream. And you were in the dream Uh last night. And I'm trying to remember what we were doing. I remember us being somewhere and meeting this woman, almost like an amusement park. Like, I want to say it was Disneyland, but it wasn't. Like, it was another ride. And I remember we were talking to these other women I, I can't, it's like bits and pieces are coming back to me. Interesting. So it's random. But I dream like all the time. And and if I don't consciously think about it first thing in the morning, like, oh, that was weird. I want to remember that. I forget it by midday. Yeah. Absolutely forget Isn't it. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. It, that's what's weird how you can forget them so quickly. Yeah. They I just know. phase right out of your brain. I know. It's wild. And the weird thing about dreams is like we just live our day-to-day lives normal, but like we have this whole other side of ourselves that comes out when we're asleep and it's well, so interesting but that's a good question is it like accurate depiction of our thoughts because that's like good and bad I know I know because there's weird stuff in my dream or is it just like things were like consuming through the day and they right. just like fragments get put into some sort of so experience everything, everything that I have kind of read on it from like the psychologist standpoint it is kind of predictors of what is going on in your subconscious. Like, interesting. I can't say yeah. that word either. Yeah, how, no, how do, you said yeah. How do you say it? Subconscious, subconscious, subconscious. I yeah, hate that yeah, word. you're right. Yeah. Anyway, but it's things that you're trying to like process are deep rooted in there that you kind of are thinking about or that are bugging you, or it can be like deep rooted issues that are happening in your life that maybe you don't deal with on a day to day, but it can be like symbolized through your dream. It's very interesting. So, and weirdly enough, I think I said this to you off the mic, I'm not sure, but most dreams can kind of be sorted into categories. Like we kind of all have somewhat similar categories of dreams so like you're falling or you're seeing people from your past or you're flying did I say that one already like the flying dream Oh, okay Uh like we all kind of have relative or the falling when you're falling falling (gasps) totally I've had that one more than anything yeah I can remember yeah the falling crazy for sure so I I picked out a few that I thought were fun like common categories okay and I want to talk about them so what do you think it means when you meet a celebrity in your dream because you do this. Oh, I do. I, I do quite like at least once or twice a year. I have a good celebrity dream. Yeah, you do. Um, I don't know. What is it? Like a fascination? I don't know. What is it? Okay, so what it says is the main thing you have to pay attention to when a celebrity is in your dream is what you're doing with the celebrity or where you're at. Okay, yeah. No, that makes sense. I mean, so I, not necessarily like the celebrity themselves. Is. Yes. Like, for example, if you and the celebrity are traveling together and you're on some exotic vacation or whatever, right? That could actually mean that like you're feeling cooped up, you have no excitement in your life, okay. you need to kind of mix it up. Okay, that makes sense. It's yeah. not so much that like you have some deep rooted 
feelings for Brad Pitt. Obsession over them. Right. Yeah. Yes, Brad Pitt has been in one of my dreams. I've had some random ones. Okay, the next category of dreams that I have totally had is where your teeth are falling out. Which I, no, I've never, I I didn't even know that was a thing. Like, never have had that. I can't believe you've never heard of that. No. I know a lot of people who have this one or have told me in the past that they've had it. And so what this one is indicating is that there's something going on in your life that like you just don't know how to process. You can't digest it. You're just kind of unsettled with it. Which so, is interesting. Yeah. And your teeth falling out. No, I didn't, I've never had that one, actually. Yeah, it's never. a super common one. Okay, well, since you haven't had it, we'll move on. What about being chased in your dream? Have you ever had that? I think so, yeah. I mean, I can't recall an exact one, but for sure. I feel like that's still like the same of like kind of the stressful, fearful one. Like you're running and you're yes. kind of in a panic in your dream. So I know I've, I've definitely like experience I know I have too I can't think of like a specific example but who was chasing I know but I feel like there's always ones where like my heart's racing I can't I'm late or something bad is happening right I'm running from like a scary person who wants to kill me or something crazy it's normally a nightmare or like a bear or something yes yeah like no absolutely a nightmare and what they say this one is and it's actually kind of literal I would I feel like is that if you're being chased in your dream That means there's something going on in your life that you need to face, that you're Mm. literally running away from something. Running away from an issue. Right. So there might be some underlying problem or even like a work deal or something like that that you're just not proactively addressing and you need to get on it. The other thing that they say is that this dream can indicate that you're feeling persecuted by somebody and you're feeling attacked by somebody in your real life. Oh, that's really interesting. Isn't it, though? It's kind of crazy. Okay, this is the juicy one, Lauren. Are you ready? I'm ready. The dream where your partner, your husband, is cheating on you. Have you had it? No, not really. Don't lie. No, really? That is not one I recall, really. There is actually, funny enough, though, more recent than not, I did have a weird bad dream of this girl, like, totally flirting like all over George when I was like there oh my and gosh. I remember being like really upset and I did wake up and I told him I was like and it did kind of mess with me in the morning I was like in a bad mood I was like upset by it right um but I've never had like a full-blown dream and over the years of like him having an affair or being unloyal or anything like that right oh I totally have and dare I say this is my most frequent type of really? dream oh, oh my gosh me. I know and I just have to say up front I for real in real life I never ever ever have suspected that of my husband I don't have any concerns about it right, right. I really don't I'm not like a jealous person really I don't like think about that like hardly ever but like the dreams that I wake up remembering 99% of the time it's where he's cheated on me and I'll tell him, I wake up and I'm like, honey, I had another dream where you left me, you know? Oh my gosh. <laughs> and he'll That's hold me crazy. and cuddle me. But when I read the meaning behind it, oh my gosh, it makes perfect sense. It was crazy. So it does say there's two meanings behind this dream. If you have had that in real life where you were cheated on or maybe even not with this partner that you're with, it can mean that there's still a level of like distrust between you and your partner. But I was going to say with that, don't you feel like anybody that's had any sort of traumatic experience, like a PTSD type thing, they're literally like, 
you know, haunted by that experience yeah. through dreams a lot of times. Like yeah. in all the movies, they wake up like, oh, oh they're literal. Oh my gosh, literally yeah. like, yeah, nightmares every night of like a reoccurring of what happened to them. Right. So I could see, and it's che- cheating's even the mild thing. I'm thinking of like a car crash or a death of a loved one or something crazy. But I mean, it kind of makes sense that that's still very fresh in like a fresh memory, sensitive subject. Mm-hmm. And then they dream about it yeah. over and over. Yeah. So it takes on the very literal meaning. Yeah. So if you have not had that happen to you, and this is what, this is in my case, it means that there's a third will in your relationship and it doesn't have to be another person. You oh, can like be too consumed or... with work or the kids or sure. a new baby oh, or, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's something taking your attention away from the relationship that needs to be addressed. And that is so funny because no joke, you guys, the number one fight, me and my husband, well, we don't even fight. The arguments that we have had have been about this. That's how your time. Yes, how I overcommit. I'm working, I'm taking care of the kids, I'm doing the podcast. Like there's just too much on my plate where he doesn't feel like I have anything else to give there. Yes. And that's totally valid. But how funny that it's showing up in my dreams. Isn't that interesting? And that's what that means. I never knew well, that's what that means. And how unfair of that is... <laughs> How unfair is it that the brain works that, okay, I'm just spread so thin and I'm working, working, crazy mom, husband, wife, all the things. And then it haunts you in your dreams that, yep, you do so much and he's going to leave you for it. Like, that's just not fair. It's <laughs> so not fair. <laughs> that's oh like wrong. I but know. it's interesting. That's like the core, like meaning behind it. That's oh, crazy. and in the stuff that I was reading, like the research, the psychologists do say like, you need to pay attention to your dreams and sure. like really look at, it could be your intuition, your mind trying to tell you something like to get out of a bad relationship, to take well, that job, to like take a risk, make a move like those things. Well, then my advice would definitely be if like you are trying to pay attention to it, then like write it down as for first thing in the morning. Cause I guarantee by lunchtime, those like fresh thoughts are for sure gone. Yeah. Like I can almost like tell my dream if I sat up in my bed and but oh my gosh, George, this is what I just dreamt. I can tell it. But like it is weird the minute your brain goes into any other direction, it's gone. Like it and I can't even recall it. Right. Like even today right now, it's about noon and I'm trying to remember the bee dream at like seven AM and I can't six AM or whatever it was. And yeah, I can't. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Jot them down for sure. Because the psychologists do say that Sometimes they can be shining a light on issues that you need to work out in real life. Yeah, that makes kind of sense, and I, right? Cool. I think it's totally cool. Yeah. Okay, moving on. What about the dream where you are falling? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like oh. to the point where you like do the shake. Yeah. Or you wake up like <gasps> next to your spouse and they yeah. they like twitch and you're like, oh, they're dreaming, they're falling. Yes. <laughs> absolutely. Isn't that wild? And so, I mean, I don't think there's a huge meaning behind this one. The one thing they said it could mean is that life is just moving too quickly. Yeah. You don't feel secure. You don't feel like you have a firm footing on oh, the ground. Yeah. Like you're feeling out of control. Well, I guess and, that's all of us right now. Yeah. The crazy corona and all this crap. I know. It's just like a wild time. So yeah, that makes sense. So it could mean that like you're just kind of feeling like, yes, like there's too much going on. You need to kind of stabilize your life a little bit. Yeah. The other thing that I thought was super interesting that they talk about with falling is that this happens a lot of times when we are lucid dreaming. 
I just dropped a new term on you, Lauren. Okay, lucid dreaming. Lucid dreaming is what it's called when you're sometimes aware of what's happening and you're controlling it. And you know you've had that. One more time. Okay, Say that so one more time. the dream is happening and you're somewhat aware of what's happening and you start to take control over the actions oh, like a of video the dream. Game or something. Right. No, well, lucid dreams, L U C I D, right? Lucid. Mm-hmm. There's that song. Yeah. And yeah. I just learned about this song. The third, no, Wait, I know, what? I know, no, no. I know the song on the radio. I just learned about Juice World. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. I didn't it's know who artist. Juice World was. Yeah. Till three days ago in Carpool with Three Boys. Do and we I need was to like, bring back Sarah's song segment? Yeah, you do. Because I was like, who? And one of the boys had a bracelet, Juice World. Like, yeah. he beaded it. Yeah. And I was like, who the heck's Juice World? And George, my Tristan's like, you don't know who Juice World is? Stop he died it. last year. Oh, and I my was gosh. Like, I don't know Juice World. So then he yeah. pulled up Lucid Dreams. And I do know that song. Yeah. So that's just funny. It's he has a new song out with connecting. Marshmallow, the, the DJ, on the Wait, charts right now. Marshmallow? Yeah. Is Marshmallow sing that with Juice World? Yeah. Okay. So Lucid Dreams. It's, it's I like not Marshmallow. I know Marshmallow. Yeah, you do. But... I did not know. Yeah, Juice you World. You didn't know it. Yeah, I didn't know Juice World. Don't okay. age yourself, Lauren. Oh my man, I'm You're an aging old lady. Yourself. I am an old lady. Oh my gosh, I love that. Okay, what about? And again, I'm not targeting this to you, Lauren. This is common categories. What do you think it means when you're dreaming about good times with an ex? Hmm. Ooh. What, what do you think that could mean? Good times with an ex, like a new memory or an old memory? And, uh, your ex is there and you're having good times. Not necessarily like a real memory. Maybe just that it's a fond relationship you look fondly back on. Like hopefully it wasn't like a horrid breakup. I don't know. What do you think? What? So the experts say when an ex shows up in your dream and it's a good experience, that could indicate that there's unresolved feelings that you might still have for that person isn't that wild and that that does not that does not mean that you're wanting to seek them out or you're wanting to go have leave your husband whatever what it means is that maybe you did not get the closure that you needed for that relationship is what the experts are saying isn't that wild oh yeah and I can honestly say I feel like all of my relationships I never got like that good closure. It was like sure. abrupt and yes. we were pissed and mean to each other. And, and like, it was the, like you had to move on yeah. solo and figure yeah. it out. And yeah. there was never like a real closure of like, okay, there were good times and in, in this, you taught me things. I taught you things, like whatever. It, there was never a mature ending to any of my relationships. Sure. Right. Do you know what I'm trying right. to say? Right. It was more of me being immature and like running from things or being bitchy or whatever that I can kind of see how this would make sense where I had like unresolved closure deep in my mind somewhere that I did them wrong or I was mean to them or I should have handled that differently or whatever not necessarily that you seek them out or you want them in any way it just means that there's some unresolved closure issues there I could see that and most of mine were like more like stressful and sad they're bad yeah they were bad breakups I don't know what that means oh in real life you mean in real life yeah 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 so I could see how if that happened in my dreams yeah that would make sense yeah I don't know what it means if you're having bad times with your ex it didn't say that but anyway I think it's important to point out though and all the ones that they talk about where exes pop up in your dreams 
it's not important. They do say that. That it doesn't necessarily mean that you need to seek them out. It typically means that like there's maybe some unresolved things there from your past that they were involved with. Maybe they were there at a certain point in time in your life where you're dealing you haven't dealt with an issue with your family or trauma that happened when they were present at that time and maybe that's why they're popping up yeah does that make sense yeah so like maybe you had something crazy happen your parents got divorced let's say and you were dating a person at that time but maybe you still haven't really dealt with the divorce as much as you should you're not resolved with that completely the ex could appear in your dream because of that reason not because of them does that make sense totally isn't that fascinating the way that our mind works like how people are tied to certain times in our lives and stuff. And then that's why they might appear in our dreams. It's wild. It's wild. Okay. The next category, and you kind of already brought this up. You have lost or forgotten your child somewhere. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Jeez. What does that mean? So it says there's so two. Scary. There are two interpretations of this dream. New parents may have it as they're preparing to raise their child, but it can also symbolize a creative project that needs nurturing. What? Hmm? I know. He said the expert who is like going off the article that I'm reading, it says, I believe this dream is alarming because it's trying to get our attention so that we don't forget to care for the child in our lives as well as the child aspect of ourselves. Try asking yourself about new projects in your life and the best way to care for yourself through any life transition you may be experiencing. Okay. Interesting. So it's telling you to not stress on that project and focus on your family. (laughs) (laughs) I guess. It's saying like the child doesn't necessarily have to be the child. It could be representative of a project of yourself, something you need to care for more. Fascinating. Oh, so it's saying care for the project more. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was meaning like... Something that needs nurturing. There's something in your life that like you're neglecting or that you've kind of put off or you're forgetting about that you need to nurture. Okay. And that could be yourself. It could be a project. It could be a child, hopefully. Right. Right. Hopefully it's not a child, but it could be. Okay. So the last dream, common dream that we're going to talk about to wrap up this conversation is, have you ever had a dream where someone has broken into your house or an intruder has entered your house? Well, that is my actual real life nightmare of yeah. like my worst fear. But funny enough, I don't know if that's like paralleled into my dreams as much. But I, yeah. I know it has for me. Have you? I, yeah. I, I, but with this, I feel like I need to say a disclaimer. Like I've like think I've dreamt it all before. And like totally. I said, they come and they go in my brain. So it's like I've probably dreamt it. I dream Almost every single night. So yeah. probably. But see, mine are so much more special. Like I don't rare, ever so remember you like them. remember. I do. I kind of I don't remember details, but I remember concepts. Like the concept that Jeremy had cheated on me, or the concept yeah. that somebody had come into my house, or the concept that I f- was falling, the concept I was being chased. Oh funny. I, I That's know funny those, those big core things. Oh yeah. I know Translate. the concepts are like deep in my brain. So what this is talking about is it says when you're dreaming of people breaking into your house. It normally indicates that there's been a big change in your routine and that there's something that's kind of intruded on your lifestyle and Mm. on your norm. Mm. Wild, right? Yeah, that's interesting. I do think that's like everybody's worst nightmare. Oh my gosh, You're all asleep. Well, I'm going to say the story you told me 10 years ago about the woman crawling in through the garage door 
Oh my gosh, stop. The one where they got stabbed in their bed. Oh yeah, yeah, She's yeah. looking at me like she doesn't remember. No, no. They, that story has scarred me for life, Lauren. Well, really quickly. Yes, they closed the garage and something was in the way. So the garage bounces back up and they didn't know that. They went back to bed. Their garage was open. And, and they did not lock their garage door. And I guess they didn't lock their garage door. And the intruder came through the garage and he was on drugs and he got a kitchen knife and went in their bedroom and stabbed him. And uh, But they survived. I, this is crazy. You, this You know this person's family. I say it, cr- but do I? Yes, you know them. Okay, we'll talk about that I know, later. it was like the craziest, and he talks about, the he'll go around and talk about his experience to like youth and it's like wild and he Oh my gosh, survived. I'm not kidding. Like I think about that oh, story. So every much. single time I come home late, I have to watch my garage door close because of that. Totally. Like make sure it doesn't bounce back up on the laser thing and I lock all totally. the doors. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Well, if you're dreaming about intruders, maybe you need to address what has changed in your life. But and at the same time, again, the that couple probably had nightmares every single night for the rest for oh, years. Yeah. For uh, Trauma. that exact experience Mm, yeah and that is the worst nightmare right there right there nightmare well is that or your child being taken okay yeah Yeah, that would be worse like stab me go stab me yes leave my children leave my children yeah totally 100 percent um guys tell us what your dreams are jump on instagram what are you dreaming about what are you dreaming about i funny this kind of correlates over to our deja vu to our sleeping episodes like who are we we're like weirdos on this subject i we just love the like it's things that i find fascinating science of like ooh. can you tell that i love psychology and yeah, i love look, the brain she should be a psychologist she's our psychologist here right here well fun fact about sarah that was my first major in college but you were a psych major. I was a psych major, but I couldn't take all the heaviness. I knew that it was not going to be a good degree to, for me because it yeah, was just so you, much heaviness. Right. Like I could tell I would get too invested and like take home people's problems. So I diverted. I, I moved on. I know you, you really have to be the right fit for that job. Oh my gosh. Totally. But yeah, we want to hear your dreams. Yeah. Let us tell know. Us, tell us what your most common you, dreams I do, are. Man, I should have like really sat and thought about this because I've had some wild dreams. I, I'll probably have some weird stories to share. Well, maybe you'll, you'll have or another Or maybe one. I'll have a good dream tonight and I'll yeah. story it tomorrow. Yeah, she will. <laughs> All right. Let's wrap up with our hit and miss. What was your hit? Yeah. of the week my hit this week was I just kind of feel like such an adult this week like such an adult thing to do I got my carpets cleaned oh and no it just felt really good I've been wanting to do it the last few weeks um it's sad to say how hard my kids are just on on anything in our house no. like are my kids are just hard on things um and so I get that we we needed to our whole upstairs is pretty much carpet and then I mean, do you feel like it made a big difference? Yeah, I think it did. I think it looks a lot fresher and and, and cleaned. Yeah, yeah, I do. I do. Um, So good for you treating yourself to that, because I feel like that's one of those things that you you don't want to pay for. Yeah, Yeah, you only do it when you're moving out and getting ready for the next people. Absolutely. Oh, my gosh. Which I feel like I've seen that a lot lately with some people in my life moving and coming and going and stuff. And I'm like, why did you wait these many years to do that? You could have been right. living with the, the upgraded doors or the new whatever, paint this room that way. You know, I'm like, do those things now. Do it for you. Enjoy it. Exactly. And I think carpet cleaning, I it, it sometimes is like, oh, I don't want to spend a few hundred bucks to do that. Oh, you don't even like benefit. Like you don't feel like you benefit from it. But for me, I'm like, no, I'm so glad we could do it. And I'm, it looks 
good. Well, so. this is, the, I have to say this because it's one of my big pet peeves in life, okay? Yeah. When people buy a new car and they take out the fresh carpet mats and they replace them with like those less attractive rubber mats yeah. to protect the carpet. I'm like, why? Wait until the pretty carpet is worn off on your brand new car and then put the ugly rubber ones on top. You know what I mean? I see. I don't mind the weather, like tech ones at all, but 100% I agree with you. Enjoy the nice stuff. Exhaust, yeah, the nice mats that come with it and then put the rubber ones in. But the rubber ones are great because if you spill your soda, you're just rinsing it off and it's done. It's not this like nightmare I'm scrubbing. I feel the same way about the dash protector. These people who get a brand new car and they put like that ugly dash protector on it. I'm like, what are you saving it for? The next dude to enjoy his dash? Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. No, I do think that... um, the, the plastic ones, though, if you live in like a snowy place, yeah. I think they're smart because it's like you're constantly having mud on your shoes yeah, and stuff. That's true. But here in Arizona, we don't need that. I like, just don't you really just, like them. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah. Right. Anyway. No, actually, though, really fast backpedaling one second on the carpet thing. I want to ask you, like, did you grow up taking off your shoes at the door or did you wear your shoes in the house? Like for your family or even like your close friends' families? Yeah, 100%. I've always worn shoes on carpet. Yes. And we still so do. So it's so funny. Like to me, we were just talking about this. If I, okay, so growing up, never in a million years, do we ever ask someone to take their shoes off or did we take our shoes off? Like we take, we live there. We take our, but my mom wasn't like, take your shoes off. You're in the house. Right. So then it's funny. My mom converted over to that probably about five years ago. And so she's very adamant about now. Like when you come in, you take your shoes off and you're, you have your shoes okay. off. And then one of my sisters have converted over to that in the last four or five years too. Okay. But in my house, we definitely, I almost feel, I'll be honest, I'm not putting anyone on blast out there, but I almost feel awkward if I'm going into someone's home and having to take my shoes off. I almost feel weird and like in a weird way naked or something. Totally. Like my shoes, first of all, finish my outfit usually. And second of all, like my feet are not any better. I feel like my feet are ugly. What if I, my pedicure, what if for heaven forbid I have to take off tennis shoes and my oh. feet smell or something? Like what, like all the things that oh. come with feet. <laughs> yeah. I am not going barefoot in somebody's house. Oh, I don't but, even care. Oh, but if you went to my sister Allie's, she'd make you take your shoes off. No, Allie, I'm yes. not. You're going to give me a pair of socks. <laughs> yeah. I'm no, not right? walking around on your bare floor oh, no. without socks right. on. I feel That's like That's gross. Weird, but a lot of people are very much that way. And she does it to like prevent having to like clean mop, you know, every other day and it keeps the house cleaner, no more dirt tracked in. But I feel very strange asking someone to take their shoes off. Oh yeah. I don't do I, I don't that do it and I've never done it. And that's why I'll have to get my carpets clean every yeah. two years. But I, I, it's funny, but there are some people that are very much that way. They, or their parents, they grew up, like you take your shoes off. you you come to our house as a guest, you take your shoes off. It's a quality of life thing for me. Yeah. It's like, I'm willing to replace my carpets every 10 years. Yeah. Just for the quality of life and the half of not having to freaking take my shoes on and sure, off. Sure, sure. That's well, how I feel it, about it's it. It's like funny to say it about your own house because it's like you're on and off anyways in your own house. But it's always just like you oh, need yeah. to go to someone's house. And But there are diehards with that. No, I know. That's so funny. Oh, my gosh. What's your hit? Um, my hit is a really short and sweet one. But my Kate, who is almost about to be eight, she has started journaling. Oh, that's so fun. On her own. It's the cutest thing ever. My mom, when she was out here last, she bought her a journal that has a lock on oh, it. That's so funny. My you nephew know? just got one. Yeah, it's so like a code. About it. So excited. It's so cool. And oh my gosh, she brought me in her room the other day and she's like, Mom, come look at my journal. Oh, cute. And 
Oh, oh my God, you guys, she's just starting to learn how to write and read and everything. And so it's the cutest stuff. I watched her last night before she went to bed. She wrote, I just went to the beach and it was fun. And she put her pencil and that was it. It was so cute. I'm like, oh my gosh. (laughs) That's so funny because my nephew showed Evelyn his like journal and I called it a diary. I know it's a boy, but journal. And he had the lock. And so she was all about it. She was like, I want one of those. I want one. She has so many cute notebooks. I'm like, use this, but the lock. The lock. It was the lock that was so exciting. She told me her code. She's like, mom, just in case I forget, but don't tell anybody. It's really easy. Cute. Oh, I love that. All right. What was your miss? Oh my gosh. She forgot already. I, did. Ah, I was like, no, I have my notes open. Okay. Oh yeah. My miss is um, flying back into real life here, which we're all grateful for, right? Like, let's be real. Things are kind of finding some normalcy a little bit. And right with that, like my kids are all in their sports and it's just a little crazy right now. Girl, when you read off your carpool schedule to me, oh. I was like mind blown. I'm like, I cannot believe you're doing that many sports. Well, it's not even, they're all just doing one. For no, the, Tristan's got two. Tristan does have, he is doing golf with um, football for the first time ever. I've never let a child do two sports. And the only reason I'm letting him do this is because it's only like a five-week clinic type thing. It's not very long. I probably will be shooting myself in the foot for that. But literally every child, Caleb has started T-ball. So he's my my youngest. So it's the very first season for him. And he's like over the moon. So we just have each one of them in a sport, in a dance class. And every Tuesday and Thursday specifically, it's just from 4.30 to 7, I'm just go, 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 go one way or the other. And it is a little crazy right now. And I'm not going to complain. It's not really a miss because it's like, we've missed having this for six months. We've missed having that extra fun and things to do and being with friends. But it's a little crazy running back right into it. Oh my gosh, that's wild. So my miss of the week and I feel bad saying this one after the dreams we just talked about, but it's just that my husband and I are just kind of mis- misconnecting, not connecting this having week. Having an off week, yeah. We're having an yeah. off week. Coming off such a good last week. It was crazy. We were at the beach. Yes, she was we out were of town. In California, and it was so easy. My kids traveled well. We were doing so well, but it's like back to the grind, like you said. And it's like because we were on vacation last week work is extra busy this week. Yeah. Like literally have barely seen him. We're juggling the kids and all the stuff. And I just hate when that happens. I know. And you do. It's like you literally internally you're like, oh, I hate, I can recognize we're off. I hate it. Yeah. But then I'm also too stubborn and tired to fix it right now. Right. It and is, it's like, I just can't. It literally is like, we are that old and yeah, boring, I guess, where it's literally like, I know we're kind of off right now and we'll talk about it this weekend. <laughs> yeah, I just like, I got to get through the day right now. We'll spend time this weekend, right? And right. so it just sucks. But I know, I hate when these weeks happen, but oh, like, wait. we're not in a fight or anything. It's right. just like two passing ships. Yes, literally. I mean, right. I know. It's wild. So anyway. Okay, <sighs> well, that was there. it. I know. This was kind of all over the place. All over. Did we call this one a hot take episode? Almost, because we literally talked about half the episode and social social media media dreams i think so i think so too okay we're hot taking all right guys well that is it for this episode we'll be back next monday if you enjoy what you're hearing please go give us a follow on instagram we're at 
this the mom voice podcast sorry <laughs> that's where we are um and if you like what you hear please go leave us a rating and a review wherever you listen and we would absolutely love 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 it if you would give us a shout out on social media share us with your friends it really is like the only way we grow we say that over and over again and we're so grateful for our listeners that we have um okay anything else lauren no i guess that's it you guys make it a great week and thanks for tuning in okay we'll see you later take care of each other